The situation is complicated by security issues in the country. Mr. Songovari's government has come under a lot of criticism, both domestically and internationally, over some controversial policy decisions. These include the recent signing of a security agreement with China and a proposal to extend the term of parliament from four to five years. And it follows Prime Minister Manasse Songovare making changes that have left the national broadcaster in a state of uncertainty. Come look at the stories, law establishment, law SIBC, and even before SIBC today, by Milicin Moore, law another series whereby they can come some fella stories for you. This is Solomon Allen's Broadcasting Corporation, SIBC Voice of the Nation. Celebrating 70 years of broadcasting, 1952 to 2022. In an exclusive interview with RNZ Pacific, the chief executive of the Solomon Islands Broadcasting Corporation, Johnson Honimai, says he's awaiting to see in writing what the government's intentions are for the future of the station, known more commonly by its acronym SIBC. The so-called Voice of the Nation made headlines after the Prime Minister Manasse Songovare revoked its status as a state-owned enterprise, saying its news and programs were unbalanced and divisive. Thank you, Thomas, for sit down with the Mifala Law Pacific Waves, Johnson. So tell us, where do things stand at the moment? The Gazette came out on 24th of June, but so far, yet as the CEO of SIBC to receive anything in black and white as to what does that decision by cabinet means for the organization? I know my board has been to the office of the prime minister to get an explanation of um, uh, what uh, this decision entails. But as the CEO, chief executive office of the organization, I'm yet to, to receive anything. But since I have uh, resumed uh, duties after my leave on the 1st of August, I have gone out of my way to find information collected speeches, uh, statements, press conferences. And I am now at the stage that I'm clear on what it means up to now. It's basically business as usual. What it means, what the decision means is that I am no longer, or SIBC is no longer a state-owned enterprise under the SOE Act. I'm basically now operating under the SIBC Act, the Broadcast Ordinance. And, and, and maybe if you can expand a bit on, on that and just explain for us the, the differences between the two acts. Yes, the difference is that the, the, under the SOE Act, there is a couple of things that needs to be done. For example, the membership of the board. The organization had to put up uh, expressions of interest as to what, board members with what experience, what qualifications we need, and you have to apply for uh, membership of the board. That's one thing. And then, of course, the organization gets what they call a committee service obligation, yeah, which the government, it's an annual thing under. This is for programs, to cover programs that the, the station will run, and they don't have to charge. Like in the case of SIBC, we, we need to do tours to the provinces, to the communities, at least two or three annually. So CSO covers that. And of course, some other promotions that we do, but we don't charge for this organization. Because SIBC at the moment also runs commercial sponsored programs, advertising and all that. So the CSO covers that. Yeah. So that's one of the, the, the things that we have as the CSO. The other thing is that... Uh, 
we 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 still have the editorial independence that we have even under the CSO, but that is under the SIBC Act. So under the SIBC Act, one of the clear things there is that the Prime Minister, as the Minister Responsible Broadcasting, appoints the board members. That's his prerogative under the SIBC Act. But under the SIBC Act, management has the, the editorial independence. Yeah. There is a clause in the SIBC Act, though, that gives the power to the Prime Minister, who is the Minister for Broadcasting, that he can call on the organization to withdraw discussions, program, or news item that he believes could be could cause some disability, some some disunity in in the communities. But at the same time, he needs to report to Parliament on his actions. So that's when we operate under the SIBC Act. Now, I must make it clear here that we've been operating under the SIBC Act even before independence. So it's business as usual now. But we are waiting on further explanations on what is in that decision uh, because we, as I said, we, I haven't received anything in black and white. Mm -mm. So just to clarify, like the biggest concern is that based on the Prime Minister's remarks about the station and, and SIBC needing to promote unity and not create divisions, is there any impact on your editorial operations at the moment? No, as I said, it's business as usual. Uh, my editor, News and Current Affairs, has the final say. And of course, my manager, uh, Radio Operations, has the final say on other content that uh, goes out uh, through uh, radio and, of course, our, our, our other platforms. And I don't, I haven't issued any directives as the CEO to ask my editor to run everything against me. No, it's it's uh, no no self-censorship at the moment. Yeah, But as I, let me emphasize again, we'll see what will come out if they send me something in black and white, and then we will address it when we, we, we come across it, when we get it. Yeah, but at the moment, it's, as I, I'm trying to explain, it's, it's business as usual. We will continue to do what we've been doing as professionals, but one thing I think this has uh, caused us to do is to do our work even more professionally, go up another step. Yeah, we need to balance our stories even better. Like we've been doing it, but we need to do it even better so that we can uh, we don't leave any room for any criticism at all.